Marriage Broker Auntie presents Behind the Scenes. This is an audio series documenting the lives of happily married couples who've committed to spending their every day building healthy relationships. Growing up, we've listened to countless stories that end with meeting your soulmate, getting married and living happily ever after. But is that all to relationships? We're here to find out more. We hope to unravel marriage through stories of real relationships. I'm your host Priyanka Bhardwaj, founder and CEO of Marriage Broker Aunty, which is a matrimonial advisory and relationship coaching service. What you're about to hear is an unscripted conversation with a couple who graciously come forward to share their relationship story. Jagni this is Abhishek and we go by Jan and Abhi if everyone calls us that we met in college so we've known each other for like 20 years now i'm i'm 37 he's 36 so we've like known each other for more than half of our lives right now i am a data scientist i work with a management consulting company i'm Abhishek this is Abhi Kamyadi i work as a product person in a tech company in bangalore I'm a dad to a nine-year-old lab <laughs> and an eight-month-old human. My guests today are Janani and Abhishek. They're both from Mambalam in Chennai, and now live in Bangalore with their babies Bam Bam, a nine-year-old Labrador, and Raman, their nine-month-old son. Janani is a data scientist, and Abhishek works in product management. They first met in engineering college in early 2000s. They've known each other for almost two decades, of which they've been married for one. They're both opinionated hotheads who are as similar as they're dissimilar. Fight like cats and dogs, but always have each other's backs and fiercely protect their little world. Like Joel and Clementine from Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. They say they're convinced that they will find their way back to each other, even if their memories have been erased. We've known each other for almost 19 years. Met in the first year of college. The funny story, actually. So you see, these engineering college. In college, wasn't ragging especially. We play prank on each other, right? So we are dare each other in the bus. So I was dared to uh, go and uh, recite A B C D backwards to one, some random row in the front in the bus, and she was there in that row. I had no idea what was going on. This random lanky dude just suddenly pops up and and says something really fast and then disappears. I I didn't even realize that he was saying A B C D. Uh, and then we happened in class for the next four years. We weren't together at that time. Seeing each other in college, so then so then. Five, six-ish. Uh, we got married uh, in 2011. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Very bad years. Very bad. It just all feels like a blur. So, can you talk to me about your relationship in terms of different stages of it? Because you've been together a long time. You were dating, then you got married, then you got a pet together, then you have a child now. We keep talking about this, but I feel like we've both been. Dating different people yeah. in in our same relationship because each of us changed so much uh, in the course of the years we know each other. So I feel like 
the people we are now been like uh, I, I we, we, we keep joking that it's like six different <laughs> people three, in this relationship three couples relationship right so the three distinct couples relationship so sorry knowing many meetings to the knowing to the something many to the thing is already in 21 then felix were married now that is five that is right now i think we first got uh, to know each other very young very naive i don't think as we like each other we like to talk about the various company that that's what we wanted to to explore and see where we went we had we had no plans or ideas beyond that at that point in time and and we were all kids right like we were still living in our parents homes and we were in, in chennai and and taking the college bus coming back that, that was it it was a very closeted world then we we moved to the us to do our masters so after we finished our masters we both moved in together in the us mm-hmm. so i think moving in was a uh, big <laughs> change in our relationship yeah. sharing the same space was a huge huge change we expected I think most people share short time space after they married. So marriage is and, and that kind of synonymous for most people. Mm-hmm. For us living together before the marriage happened, so marriage itself wasn't the biggest deal for us. Moving in together was the, was the biggest yeah, uh, uh, change in dynamic for us. What did you learn about each other that you didn't already know? That that kind of required a little bit of adjustment of flexibility on both sides. Yeah, I think the first uh, thing that we when we moved in moved in together was around. Just the state share share the system the system of how she like keeps the house. I'm still having trouble with it today to be honest. I'm not having I've changed, but not to the extent that she'd be happy with putting things back where I find them or things having a place for its own or I was closing the closet doors when I when I opened them. So from basic at that, so I think that's where our biggest revelation was about each other at that point. a very classic sort of initial friction in living together very very rooted in you know our gender conditioning all of that it took a little bit of adjustment but what was actually very interesting i think about living together is we realized that we were with each other all the time but we also like enjoyed each other's company it was surprisingly really nice to share space because you would just we we met at a time when we were young enough that we hadn't formed these like really unshakable habits more recently like especially now because you've just had a child have you learned anything new about each other that has taken some making peace with because that's a, another big life stage right i think really just parenting side we learned something about each other's parenting styles we started realizing that we are bringing our own baggage about the way we were parented i don't think it's new in the sense that it's not shocking the mm. expectation to, to to have done this given knowing what so much for example knowing uh, what rodeo about her for uh, organizing skills and how they even even with uh, the parenting she's she's a, a fantastic mother and she's like planned in every which way every item that we she's bought for our child has been researched and planned and and meticulously done so much surprised about it but something because we have seen her as parents in this form before does this difference in personality affect your relationship in any way because we come from very drastically different approaches i say starts with a lot of conflict mm. for the most part right it starts with a lot of conflict and a lot of arguments and 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 when we come to this eating yeah not a lot uh, of uh... it's neighbors calling the cops uh, <laughs> kind of 
And so, that we've known each other a long time, eh? so we know exactly how to hurt each other also. Right, so it's very heated. I, I, I don't know if this is the example you want to set for yourself. Very, very personal. No, this, this is useful, right? Because we also have that. But every time you're having these heated arguments, you think you're alone. And we both won't give in. He is very aggro, and and I don't know, like straight out aggro. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, people, people think I'm, I'm, I'm the nicer guy because I don't uh, conflict out loud as much. I tend to give the vibe that I, I'm I'm an easy to get along nicer guy because of that. But actually, I'm 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 just seething inside. I'm just quietly quietly seething inside, right? So it starts a lot of conflict, personal. But always for me, I think we end up in in a way better place than we started. How do each of you deal with conflicts? Do each of you have your own style? I operate in a very rule-based manner, right? Like for me, if you do something to make me pissed off, just say sorry, mean it, like convince me that you mean it, do something nice. I need these things uh, in order for me to move on. And for him, we need to be able to hit pause. He has what I call these stages of grief through which he processes a fight. He needs to go through that. He has this denial all the way through to acceptance, and he needs a time to be paused. So I think instead of making the other person jump through hoops and figure out what you want, we've reached a point where it's just better to be explicit in terms of boundaries. Got it. Can you give me an example of a typical conflict and how you guys normally process it? We had this conversation around: should we buy new stuff or should we get secondhand uh, stuff from him? That's all it was. Okay. Right. Snowballed. Snowballed and blew up into a, a, a day and a half, I'd say. <laughs> of uh, our fight is last little longer. We don't because it, it it is a process. We can fling that issue from very long, oh, yeah. long time. We have a lot, a lot, ammo about it for a long time. I also I held on to that one like for years. Okay. So it just it just goes on for a really long time. Uh, so us. this one just like you know just uh, raked up dirt from elsewhere, right? Yeah. So I'm. A, It's so nice to be able to, uh, you know, it's so good for the earth and all that. And I'm like, look, I grew up poor, okay, and I had all sorts of handed down stuff. I am not having handed down and, and stuff. And, and, and then she's like, um, yeah, uh, you're, a, you're a hypocrite because you said this for this whatever that thing you bought the other day that was not. I'm like, did you know? Is this not too much? You're poking logical holes in my argument. I'm speaking. Okay. So I think each of these arguments, in some way, uh, kind of shift. Are open one way or the other, but it it is uh, really in that point in time it feels like the entire world is 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 like you know like shelter the bombing bomb happening. <laughs> but with this one, right, what ended up happening was I ate humble pie and I you know came back and I said, look, I overreacted. I have some baggage. I called him entitled. I, I was like, you're so entitled. Only, the only people who think being poor is charming is people who've never been poor a day in their life. And finally, you know, we just sort of. Met in the middle where we're like, okay, certain things. It's really okay. Free love is okay. And it took me a while to realize I was my baggage that was actually leading me to react so poorly. And I think it was a long way for Abhi for someone to go reflect and come back and say, you know what? I thought about it. You're right. The fact that both of you have a process to go through this means that both of you go back, reflect a little bit, and come back and negotiate. Something that works for both of you, right? And also, I think there has been some help. So we've been in therapy for a while now. Uh, individually, uh, we're hoping to get therapy for a couple also over a period of time. Um, that I think that helps a lot. Individually, because 
to be objective more times we, we the, the problem is not each other but the, our bag is bring us into right yeah. individual therapy really helps people see their own relationships so differently why a therapy is not taboo today and people realize that you actually use therapy as a tool to enrich your own relationship it isn't like you're having a divorce or so you're going to a therapist for people to know that this is more common place than they think it is is useful because you will go get help whenever you feel stuck to place this kind of burden on one person right like where you're angry with them but also you the other person you talk to to resolve an anger is just just uh, untenable so what's happening is you you talk to your therapist and then you you start seeing things in a different light it's very hard for me to see my own baggage if he points it out in the middle of a fight it just snowballs <laughs> so tell me one thing what was life like before that you guys tried therapy and after what has changed i think uh, for me so when go you with the details but the, you know the last decade has been a very very challenging year for me um i've lost both my parents you know in long term relationships that happens when you go through these uh, really challenging times for me the where therapy has helped is in any other situation it's very difficult for your partner to know how you feel They, like everybody everybody realizes if you're going through something difficult um it, it's not malice but they tend to say something or do something that sets you back in your journey a little bit you need that space to really think through your grief and and and, and process what's going on i think for me the biggest thing with therapy is for both of us to have that space so that you know abhi can help me go through what i'm going through a lot of people expect their partners to just jump in and take care of them when they're going through a very difficult time without realizing that the grief that you're exp- experiencing is personal it is something that you have to deal with on your own and your partner can't support you but they can't take the entire burden of making you feel better right yeah and i am the sort of person who's not super in touch with my feelings i like tend to internalize clam it was abhi who made me go to therapy to even he has uh, much better eq than i have I'm a lot more like how do i turn this into a problem and just fix it so it really helped me have that kind of perspective and and showing up for therapy like there was a period of time when he would just be like no matter what happens i am taking this one and physically taking her to the therapist waiting outside making sure she goes and getting a bath right? uh the like that is much more powerful than actually uh trying to be there for a person in ways that you can't be that's awesome okay we'll quickly shift to happier things <laughs> what are vacations like do you guys like to travel what's that like we all travel a lot we travel together most of the time so during our trip to uh, romania what happened was we were in the we were going to spend a day in paris but then there was some there was strike happening in paris at the point in time so all the metros were uh, uh struck So we spent the entire day in the airport. So that labor also gave us our family name. Mm-hmm. Interestingly. So uh, our son doesn't carry our name. So his name is Raman, but his last name is not mine or hers. He came with a new name. It's called Mavilam. It's uh, a locality in... It's uh, a locality we both grew up in. It's <laughs> called Mambalam. Uh, Mambalam was called Mavilam a long time ago because the power of trees or whatever it is. So... uh yeah this is so the, the airport layover we we were talking is like they have a kid i mean it just feels so patriarchal to for the kid to automatically take your name although i'm doing all the work obviously 
So it just started off as a joke, and, and we were thinking about what do we have in common? Like, what like problem is common? I was like, actually, not a bad idea. If you're going to figure out what we're going to do. Cool, awesome. I know you guys do a lot of activities together, but are there things that you guys do on your own that you don't like each other's interference? So this one's a raging extrovert. Uh, okay, I need you know like fuel after recharge social, after yeah. Yeah, I need to recharge. I need alone time to recharge. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So I I spent the first few years of our relationship trying to just like being the cool girlfriend, going out, and it just drained me. And after a while, I was just like, you know what? You go out and report back on the external on. world. Just let me know what's going on. I'll just be inside, right? <laughs> I I really need that in fact during the weekends if you meet too many people I need alone time so, uh, I know that now packing the plans so I know for a fact that there is a, a limit uh, a fungible limit but it's a limit I know the limit <laughs> so then uh, we meet too many people and they're like it's a pain so what I'm going to go meet them right now by myself we chill here so a lot of times I go to the park by myself I mean the friends there uh, our friends there she wouldn't come like no what and I call up and I can't read a book listen to a podcast I'll do my thing you go you know mm-hmm. you go Bake in the sun, get energy, and come back. <laughs> right, it's so sweet that you guys understand your differences and just accommodate each other and let each other be. Oh, it's a journey. I'm sure, right? Yeah, and I think it's important to know that it's a journey, right? When you see two people who are so different, you're like, "Is this the right person? Can I spend the rest of my life with this person?" Is the first question that kind of pops in your head. Yeah, when you're young and naive, you think you know, it's like this, this, like relationships are about these two people who are. you know just meant to be together like you just fit right it's nothing that you realize it's not what you are it's what you do you have to keep at it what's your it it's just constantly in motion right it's not something that you just that just clicks together and i think that took a while to understand that we are still working on it obviously working in particular yeah. on that but i think it took a while to to i think you're right initially you spoke about the idea of, like, of why the podcast exists You know, I've mentioned that you only hear see about marriage are either movies, books, or whatever else it is. I see happy a lot of stories, and you know, and why why it's so difficult for us just get basic out of the way, like you know, uh, why are we arguing about simple things? Are we not meant to be each other? Are we wrong for each other? So, then you're like, you know what? This is normal. Any this is something. Yeah. A good relationship is how it works. It's not the opposite of how we think it is. I think I'd be more tired if we stopped fighting than if we fight at this point, right? Like really, if you have the fight in you, that means I don't know. I think it's good news. Yeah, absolutely. What would you say is one of your most romantic memories so far? I still remember this one thing. So we were in college in in uh, Sri Parmesan, and then uh, we used to try to hitch rides and come back from college back to the city. But the college buses are only in the evening, so sometimes when we you know get away and we we want to get away in the middle of the day go somewhere right which right right and we were sitting in this car i don't know if you remember this mm-hmm. so we would all pack into this car to get the ride back to the city i i, I was really short so almost always uh, i was really short i am really short so i am always the person that, that ends up sitting on someone's lap right so we were just now sitting on a lap and um, you know how the door handle has like this like where you hold right my head was Right there, it was a bumpy ride. Then I realized we had sort of, you know, put his hand there so that my head doesn't bump up against it. And he did that so casually, just as a friend. 
अरे दैट्स माय ऑल टाइम फेवरेट मेमोरी ऑफ अस टुगेदर सो दिस बर्थडे ऑफ माइन वाज लास्ट ईयर इन द मिडिल ऑफ द पैंडेमिक एंड ऑल वी गॉट अ न्यू परचेज न्यू हाउस इन इन बैंगलोर वाइट फील्ड वी न्यू डेवलपमेंट जेंटली सो वी बिल्ड इन कोमा द सेम वाइट फील्ड्स इन द वेरी एरियन कांसेप्ट ऑफ सी रिस्पेक्ट बाइंग हाउस इन ओटी नॉट इन ओटी ओटी आर अ विंडो वाइट फील्ड राइट सो इट विल अप्रेंस अबाउट द परचेज वी हैव लाइक हाउस वाज अप्रेंस परचेज So, but this birthday, what she did was the same property has a sister property next door, same area. So she booked like a a day for us in the clubhouse of the property for his birthday. So we signed the lease or the sale agreement on my birthday this year. I got to spend a day in the property with her, and then kind of figure out uh, how our life would be if we moved there sometime next year. And it was lovely. I loved it. I loved the life. I loved life. Life. life loved imagining what life could be there when we moved there, and. Uh, She got all organized, telling me anything. She got everything done. Uh, so we we tried uh, ordering sushi. What restaurant was there? How does life look like from there? So we were like the taste of this one day uh, in from Waikiki. So really sweet on our birthday. So we were really at a nice time. While you guys were describing this thing, there are lots of like good big memories, memorable events, but there are also lots of like little little things. I think of marriage as just a giant bowl of curd rice. so it's comforting sometimes there's this garnish that makes it interesting little things and then sometimes there are pickles right it's not like you know it's not like biryani you can't have it every day <laughs> <laughs> but if you keep biryani and then you like like curd rice is so underrated <laughs> so maybe it's similar you can't like carry out like a hot romance right now like too old for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like if i had met someone uh right now my radar is so different like uh, the 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 crap that we tolerated from each other when we were much younger is through the roof but right now we are we are too old for this if you were to add any parting notes about your learnings about marriage or anything that you want to say to each other what would it be the people who have children early into their marriage are perfectly happy and you know a lot of people you are but i think parenting together is just such a difficult thing that uh, i'm so glad we put it off until we got to a point in our relationship where we know how to fight and how to walk away from it i think one thing i'm really thankful to abhi for is uh, one of the things that he's always been steadfast about is uh, he's always wanted to adopt and it never like occurred to me that that's something we should do he's just so thirsty for social justice right so he's always recycling always conscious of things so initially when he told me this i was like we why can't we have our own children i love biological children it's so nice to see a version of yourself and i think i never really thanked him for you know talking me into this because we're, we're hoping to get a child soon uh, through adoption i did say adoption is a thing i can do but i mean i really understood what it means To have it, you know, have responsibility. You know, I, 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 I'm a very emotional person, so I say things for a reason. I don't really understand what it means to come, to come committed to figure out be a dad. I think she's always very prepared, extremely, and if it's possible, she's gone through every video on YouTube about parenting and about being a mother. In general, like across across the spectrum, she's been to, she's read so much, and she gives me additional information on the way school of thought, whatever it is, right? I'm very grateful for the fact that. I think I am a better dad and we are better better parents because of what she brings to the table. 
It takes a lot for people to feel so secure and confident in their relationships to be able to discuss it with a complete stranger. So I feel so honored to have been able to listen to Jan and Abhi's story today. We definitely didn't get into the details of it, but my biggest learning from this conversation today is that sometimes support comes through little gestures, such as taking your better half to therapist just so that they get the support they need to feel whole on their own. As Janani said, relationships aren't just about who you are. It's about what you do because everything is constantly in motion. You negotiate just a little bit every day and over time you build a relationship that is customized just for you and your partner. Thank you for listening to Behind the Scenes. These conversations are available on the Marriage Broker Auntie channel on YouTube and Spotify. Please subscribe to our channel if you haven't already done so, so you can have access to future episodes as soon as they're out. Much has been said about how we meet our partners, but very little about how we build relationships with them. So if you think this conversation could inspire someone you know, don't forget to share this with them. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. You can also go to our website marriageproperauntie.com auntie with an i e to learn more about this project and the work we do. Thank you.